0: Welcome to another episode of the Wildly You Podcast for entrepreneurs. Whether you're a mompreneur, solopreneur, aspiringpreneur, you are welcome here. On this podcast, we dive into business, life, and everything that makes you Wildly You. Because let's face it, that's what sets your business apart. This season, not only have we rebranded, we were formerly known as the Daily Squish Report Podcast, we will be diving into literally everything everything that will help current or aspiring entrepreneurs of any part of their journey be wildly successful and wildly you. We know the journey of entrepreneurship is a wild ride, but guess what? We are in this together. This season features experts from a variety of niches that will be providing short, value-packed episodes with a valuable resource. Welcome back to another episode of Mondays with Mallory on the Wildly You podcast.
1: (laughs) Hi, Mallory. Hi. I feel like I talk to you all day every day, so saying hi to you in the middle of the day is weird no right
0: oh well welcome to all of our listeners back for another mondays with mallory um sorry but not sorry at the same time that we missed you last month we tried to record a clubhouse room and it failed miserably because clubhouse doesn't actually allow you to screen record on the app which we did know that we disclosed that the room was going to be recorded but we did not know the caveat that clubhouse will not allow you to save that screen recording um but actually, Mallory, you saved your screen recording. It was just you talking because you had your AirPods in.
1: Yes. Yeah. Correct.
0: So, but we are here this month.
1: <laughs> and that's what matters is we keep showing up.
0: Hell yeah. Always consistent in some form or fashion. So mentioning Clubhouse, wanted to let anybody you know out there that has Currently, you have to have an Apple device to have the app. But if you are on Clubhouse, this is your invite to come join our Wildly You Collective Club. It's for entrepreneurs at any stage of their journey, just like this podcast. So come find it, um, request a follow, and then I'll scoot you over as a member.
1: I'm doing a club. (gasps) What? Well, I was thinking about when this episode is airing. And then when it was, when the um, clubhouse room is, I am doing a clubhouse room on Thursday. (gasps) Oh, what time? It is at.
0: While she looks, y'all, her face, so we see each other while we're recording, her face looked like that meme where they're doing math in the air. And it was just so great.
1: (laughs) Uh, yes. Yeah. so my clubhouse room is Thursday, February 25th at 1.30 our time. I had to count on my fingers. You couldn't see because it says 10.30 on the West Coast. Yes, Steve. And <laughs> It's a clubhouse room and there's a handful of really awesome moderators and... It is all about online hacks to grow your network marketing business.
0: So I'm really which is excited. perfect because that's most of what we're going to be talking about today, anyways. I know mm-hmm. I'm super excited. So with that being said, Mallory, why don't you give us a little segue into our topic today?
1: Oh, <laughs> a segue. Um, put you on the spot. Yeah. How do I naturally segue in into this? So something I'm really passionate about, like my, some of you know this from the first episode, my background is in, obviously I, I worked on Broadway, but before I worked on Broadway, when I was living in New York, I was a beach body coach to supplement my income. And I I really kind of loved it. Like I love Beachbody, I love the Beachbody programs. I used to really love the supplements. Um so I like was a big fan of like purchasing all their things and I really loved it and I was pretty successful in being able to at least, you know, make enough to make ends meet while I didn't have a job, while I was looking for a job in New York and I really fell in love with the social media aspect of what it took to, um, I always wanna say like be an MLM, but I feel like if you were to like break that out into like real English, it's not its not right, but <laughs> network marketing, um, multi-level marketing, I really fell in love with the social media aspect of it. And I found that I was naturally very good at it, or at least I thought so like better than, you know, the other girls I saw on my team, and that's kind of uh, when I decided to leave Broadway and leave New York and come home and be like, what, like, what do I wanna do? Like, what, I literally was like on a bus and I was like, what now? And I was like, I love social media marketing and that's kind of how I fell into social media management. Um, however, I've always been really passionate about wanting to help people Um, stand out and shine and improve their social media, like all aspects of it.
0: We have a very similar background story to our, I guess you could call it claim to fame into our social media management um, roles, really. Like I also have that background in MLM. So I'm really excited about today's conversation because Y'all, if you haven't checked out Mallory's reels lately in her posts, um, she is on a freaking streak with the hilariousness, if that's a word, of her, I think it's her take on the Hey Girl. So like, you know, the Hey Girl messaging, like I was one of those. I still am. (laughs) I will naturally talk to you, Hey Girl. And that has nothing to do with like your gender or anything. It just is how I speak. Um, So Let's talk, let's unpack what you said about shining on social media. So what would you say are the, the pro tips, the hacks to shining on social media, specifically for our network marketing entrepreneurs?
1: Okay. So my pro tips for shining on social media is, I mean, number one, you don't want to look like just everyone else. To stand out and really shine, you have to have you have to have posts that stand out, but also a consistency within those posts. So if all of the girls on your team, for instance, I will use my, I'll thoroughly use my beach body history. All of the girls on my team like loved to go to the beach. And I'm just like not nah, that girl. And so they would all take pictures and use the filters that would make all of their pictures look like really like a really vibrant like bluey teal. And that just like wasn't me. I didn't have anything in my house that was that color, and so none of my pictures looked good with the filters that they were using. And also so that didn't work for me. And and also like when scrolling through my feed I could never tell whose post was whose without looking at the name. And oftentimes I would just scroll right by their posts because I was like, oh, that's so-and-so's post. I already saw that. And maybe I hadn't, but because it wasn't unique and it looked like everyone else's, it just, I scrolled right by it. It didn't stand out. It wasn't scroll stopping. Like we talk about that scroll stopping effect and none of the girls on my team really had that. So when I talk about shining, it has a lot to do with branding and it has a lot to do with um, sort of stepping away from what it is you think your MLM is or should be or what it should look like and just kind of doing your own thing that makes you stand out, that makes you unique, that makes people stop and be like, oh my God, like like I know who this is without even looking at the name. The
0: memorability. I love that. So what I heard you say was that when you were scrolling through, even though they were people on your team, for example, like if you followed other people in a different MLM that you were interested in purchasing purchasing products from and you were just scrolling by because none of them really stood out or they're all the same image, they were missing opportunities.
1: Yes? Totally. Totally. we We were... Oh, I was going to say, um, and the missed opportunity, that's huge, right? Like if you're not your own entity, you're going to miss opportunities all across the board. So like, yes, you might be your own boss, but if your company went under tomorrow, like say goodbye to your income, because currently you only sell things for your company. And so you've, you've essentially just earned commission. So I'm not saying that you have to like go out and like create your own product but it is important for you to create your own brand for two reasons one people don't like people don't trust network marketers like people just no, know not at all people are like super skeptical like anytime and I and we were just having this conversation before the podcast recording started but Anytime someone messages me, even if it's someone I know, even a text, like from like last night, one of my oldest best friends texts me. We haven't talked in a few weeks. And my immediate thought was like, what do you want? Because like the, like the, hey girl messages or like the network marketers, there's a lot of people out there that they just want to sell to you. And it doesn't matter like if you like need the products, like they're going to try to like make you need the products. So there's a lot of, there's a lack of trust. Um, That's not even from you. So you're trying to sell to someone that's got all this like icky network marketing residue left on them from whoever has hurt them residue. in the past. Yeah, they got that like resin, you know, so like, scum. you know what I mean? Like when you put pasta in a container, and then like it never washes out like that is there like they are stained forever from this bad experience from this other MLM or network marketer. And so you're walking in, like to their baggage, right? You're like, hey, you, yeah. you said that you really wanted a new mascara. And I love this. And I really would love for you to try. And they're like, ah, <laughs> like, don't I do don't. need mascara, but now that you're asking me, I don't. Exactly. Exactly. So you miss opportunities because like because that, like the lack of trust. Um, and you also miss opportunities because you're not putting yourself out there as an expert of anything. You're putting yourself out mm-hmm. there as someone that sells a product.
0: Mm-hmm. It's no so different one- than the vacuum door salesman, like the ones that sell the rainbow. Do you remember, did you ever experience this? So when I lived in Columbia, South Carolina, there was door salesmen. They would go door to door and they would try to sell you rainbow vacuums, like the big ass rainbow vacuums are like $1,200. They would come into your house and like do their whole presentation. And that's what I feel like network marketing is sometimes. And it's like, like not to throw shade at all, but this is the big thing that I think that you're definitely trying to say to people is that standing out helps you, one, build your leadership and have people recognize you and also it, it drops down that steel like barrier like I think of like the zombie apocalypse like steel barriers that go up in all of those movies like. It, it starts to break that down into like maybe like a feather curtain, like it's still there, but like you can kind of see through it a little bit more. <laughs> totally. I mean, I'm using my hands a lot over here, guys. There's a lot of like visualization, <laughs> but something else that I wanted to bring up. So, do you remember the um beauty line that Tyra Banks had? This was like a few years ago, I don't remember what the name of it was, but oh, okay. they ended up going bankrupt. And this was while I was in unique and watching this unravel was very interesting because one, I was trying to get all those girls on the team. Number one, I was unsuccessful though. So I'll just point that out. But number two, the women that were successful in shifting from the Tyra Banks MLM over to whatever other MLM that they chose, they already had established authority and leadership in something other than their MLM. And that was where the disconnect was with the people that were being successful in their craft and the people that were trying so hard and then failing. And I feel
1: like that is applicable for any entrepreneur. Yeah, that's exactly one. That's like probably the biggest thing that I wish that people would take away from this is you need to establish yourself as an authority or an expert in something that your MLM becomes a tool. Like it becomes something you can offer. Because for instance, when I was a beach body coach, you would never ever catch me red-handed with a label or a shaker cup in a photo, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Why not? Everybody else was doing it. But the thing, right. Everyone else is doing it. So that means that people that have that icky residue on them, they see that and they're like, oh, Mallory sells Beachbody. Like I'm never talking to her again because I'm afraid that she'll try to sell to me. That's just the mentality some people have. Now, I, like I said, I was a big fan of the Beachbody products. It wasn't until their company got, it, they got significantly bigger and they changed some of the ingredients and in some of their um, some of the recipes that I just, it's not aligned with who, who I am and how I eat as a person. But um, so I start, but because I like switched supplements, like no one ever knew that because I was not like, this is what I'm drinking. Um, but then actually this really well-known company reached out to me when I tagged them in a post one day, like oh my God, like I made this beautiful recipe and I tagged them in it and they reached out to me. And now every other month I get free products shipped to my house. This is years later. And I still talk about it on social media. And that's an opportunity like to, because I care about my health and my wellness and Beachbody is a tool and this company, Ancient Nutrition is a tool. So when people come to me and say, Hey, I really want to exercise. I really want to um, drink a smoothie every day, but I don't really want, you know, sugar in it. I can point them somewhere. I beach body for workouts, ancient nutrition for protein. That's what I do. So, but if you are not establishing yourself as someone, as an authoritative figure or an expert, and you're just like identifying as your MLM, you're losing that opportunity to to do anything else. So that's like that situation you're talking about, Sydney, is like when your company goes under, it's like, oh my God, now what? Exactly. And that pivot
0: that you were then faced with, like I hope this never happens to anybody that's listening to this episode, but it's a good eye-opener and hopefully it's, it's really causing them to think. And I would encourage anybody that's listening to this, if you feel specifically called out by maybe anything that we're saying, like maybe you feel that you're identifying too hard with your MLM, like you are them, I would encourage you to journal about what makes you stand apart because I guarantee you there is a full list of what you could offer to people. And right now, when you're in your head thinking, nobody would want to hear me talk about any of this, I want you to know that that is a lie that the the gray matter between your ears is filling your 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 soul with and it is 100% a bold based lie. So see what you can offer to people, what your values are, what drives you to do what you do and why you even decided to join your MLM in the first place. Because I bet you that it wasn't just because you wanted to make a few extra bucks. There's probably something deeper. And that was my little micro coaching session for everyone.
1: <laughs> well, I, I loved it. I love getting coached by you, but also <laughs> people chase the feeling, they chase the results yeah the my beach body coach we grew up together and she's wildly successful and like full disclaimer um there are a lot of things that i that when i started coaching a few years ago that she told me to do that worked for her that didn't work for me for multiple reasons she built her business before i did and we know social media is always changing and mm. we have very different personalities so when you're thinking about what your values are and and what results that you've gotten by utilizing whatever it is you offer in your MLM, I would also encourage you to look at other ways in your life that you can provide those feelings for people. Yes. Because like Sydney said, it's not just gonna be, oh, you know, this weightlifting program, like made me happy. And like, so this will make you happy. You know, it was, I watched my friend go through like a horrible struggle with eating disorders and binge eating and back and forth and back and forth until she finally found that like optimal place of health and happiness. And that's what I wanted. It could, she could have sold me, it works. Like she could have sold me anything. I wanted the result she had because she was putting herself out there as I'm, I'm taking care of myself, not I'm doing beach body. Yeah. It's a piece to the puzzle. And as you said, it
0: works. I had like a total body, like PTSD shockwave and I visualized that green heart that I refused to use. (laughs) Hi, I have an opportunity that I think you'd really love. Would you be open to learning more about it? Greenheart. Delete.
1: <laughs> Mallory's just nodding I, her head. <laughs> I have things to say that are not appropriate for this podcast.
0: <laughs> Go watch her reels, y'all. There's a better way than the hey girl message, and there's a better way than having to feel like you have to sell all of the time in the DMs. Um And it basically goes back to creating content that's doing the heavy hitting for you, that's selling a lifestyle and a transformation, and that your product is just a piece to the puzzle for the overall transformation that you want to sell to your ideal client. So this podcast hopefully will be the piece to your puzzle to help you dive a little bit deeper in why you decided to be in an MLM. Because I know like (laughs) there was nothing that I chased more than that. $3 $3 commission that I got from Hawk and the, the mascara. And as I look back on that today, I like giggle over that because I could have been doing so much more with that. And towards the end of my, my tenure with my MLM, if you will, I started like dabbling in doing other people's makeup. And then I was like sitting there one day and I was like, WTF am I doing like, why am I doing this? I don't want to do this. And that was the turning point. That was when I realized that there was something else and something deeper to the whole thing. And then like Mallory said, like companies started reaching out to me because they were noticing I was active on social media. I had a decent following with some engagement and that I knew what I was doing when I was posting. And then it started my wheels turning. Like what else could I do with this that could help people better? So this is not like... I'm sure that came off as like, I'm trying to get you to not do MLM, so that's not the case.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, there's and, and you'll see like in most of my posts, I always, you know, like my captions are there or my graphics and my Instagram posts, they're meant to be funny and they're meant to be um, provocative and they're meant to make people feel seen and they're meant to call people out um, because, but always in my caption, I will write, I I want to preface this. I am not anti-MLM. One of my girlfriends that lives near me is like on track to be like a Cadillac driver for Mary Kay, like the pink Cadillac, and is very successful. And I watched her leave her nine to five and pursue Mary Kay full-time. Like I said, I watched my friend from high school leave her like, oh my God, she worked crazy hours as a nurse. And now makes over six figures as a beach body coach. You know, like there That's is amazing. something to be said for the hard work that people put in, but they have found yeah. what works for them. And what worked for my coach, and like I said, um, I love her to death. And like, she's very successful, but we have different personalities. So what worked for her didn't work for me. And the difference that I see in a lot of these companies, and you just touched on it, Sydney, but like finding your values is if if you don't sell anything, you're not gonna sell anything based on value or loyalty if you're just trying to make sales to pursue a dollar or a um, status, like, you know, whatever like the ladder of success in your MLM is. Um, a lot of times we were told and I'm sure people like have, leave us some comments on the podcast um, or on my Instagram, go check it out, is um, people, coaches will tell you to like manipulate oh, people yeah. to sell them. And it doesn't sound like they're saying, hey, go manipulate this person, but that's what it is. It's manipulation. And if you've ever read any like professional development books, like if you've read Start With Why by Simon Sinek, like he talks about deeply about that. Like if you are coming from your values, you will gain loyal customers that will follow you. If your MLM, you know, if your company shuts down tomorrow, they'll follow you to your next company because they believe in you and they believe in what you do. They, you're not manipulating them. And here, if you don't understand manipulation, let me touch on something for you. So an example, right? Um, They'll say, okay, like we all talk about it in content creation, like um, look at your, uh, address your objections, like on Instagram. Like I've seen you do that to me, like uh, like address your objections in the public eye. So they would say, she would say, okay, in the quote, I really wanna join your challenge group, but I can't afford it. Now it breaks down to something like, $3.80 $3.80 a day, like per month. So they would say, like, oh, in the caption, right? But I see you can afford that $5 latte every day. That is manipulation. First of all, mm-hmm. who the F am I to tell people what they do with their money? Who am I to tell people what they should give up in order to buy my product? And like, if that brings them joy and like, yeah, sure. That might be the mentality or the mindset shift that they need to make. Like to pursue a healthier lifestyle, but me throwing it in their face didn't work. Not one single time. It didn't work. (laughs) Not one single time. Oh, but I see you can get your nails done every month. Like, Oh. Hello? Like I just that and as soon as I realized that um like I don't like being told what to do. No.
0: And I felt like, particularly yeah. called out when you started talking about that because <laughs> I used like a reference to like how much people spend in the dollar spot at Target but I didn't tell them that they should shift their spending habits. I was just like, I've also spent $25 at the target dollar spot and not even thought about it. So what's the disconnect on spending that in your business? So I think there's better ways
1: to make that connection, right? Yeah. It's a mindset shift and not everyone is willing to look at that. Like some people, some people are seeing like, oh, this person went from A to B and not realizing like, that mindset shift is what got them there. It wasn't the product. It wasn't the amount that they spent. It was the, it was the work behind the scenes. So, um, but that manipulation, that's not what's going to get you. there. having your values, like your why and your values lead and like your branding and like you just standing out and shining and creating trust. Like, that's what's going to sell. That's what's going to keep people, coming back to you no matter what you're selling, no matter what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, you are 100% correct. I was actually like Googling. I was trying to remember there is an actual sales, it's not a law of attraction, but it's like something having to do with the strategy of FOMO. Like there's actually a legitimate theory around it and I'll have to look it up because I it, it keeps slipping my brain. It's just like, scoop right out of there. But it's actually been studied. People like to know that things are in limited quantities or they like to know the consequences of if they don't pursue something. But that doesn't mean to shame them. There's 100% a difference in creating a urgency, like a sense of urgency, rather than shaming them for not throwing their money at you. And a lot of times this can show its face in those DMs where it's like, oh my God, like I know you've been wanting to place that order for that mascara. And PS, you guys, this is just a random example that I've pulled out of my butt right now. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm working towards like my end goal. And like, if you place your mascara order right now, I will meet my goal. That, that uh, y'all. Okay, a few things that come to mind. Why are you waiting till the last day of the month to like push for this goal? Can we get out ahead of it a little bit better? Okay. There's the first thing. I'm not telling you how to run your business, but I'm going to get on a little soapbox here. I brought out my little traveling soapbox and I'm standing on it right now. And I actually like put it in front of me. Why are we waiting till the last day? why is my little mascara order going to make the difference whether you can hit your goal? And Mallory, I don't remember if you mentioned this before um, and whoever did, like if you're listening to this podcast, please let me know, I will shout you out. Um, But somebody mentioned having a reserve stash of your business income that can help you hit your goal at the end of the month, pending what your rules are with your MLM. Sometimes they don't allow that. But if you can purchase some stock to have on hand at the end of the month, then do that with your own money. Don't like, what's the word? Hustle. Don't hustle your, your people that love you, used to love you <laughs> on your social media channels. Because I swear to you, like if, if we opened my Facebook inbox, um, it's, a, it's a graveyard right now, of those messages. And they just turned me off a hundred percent. I don't even open them anymore.
1: Yeah. The funniest thing is like, I will hide from my inbox and like, feel like I like have like a fear, like a literal fear to open it. And like, for what? Like, because someone's going to be like, oh, they saw my message and didn't respond. And then I did a post about this. I think it was last week or the beginning of this week. Um, it's like the meme of the little girl in the car seat, like with the teeth out, like looking around. Oh my god! Um, because I, I can't tell way. you also how many times people they send you a message and then you don't respond, and they're like, "Hey, like just following up, like just wondering if you saw, saw you saw my message, <laughs> or like I saw you, like I see you watching my stories, or you know what I mean? It's just like." it's the it's like the manipulation and you hit the nail on the head is like a lot of people they don't know that that's coming from a place of you are shaming someone like and that's never going to get you that result the same result that that KLT that no like trust factor will get you um yeah
0: yeah I think a better plan for people that feel that May, so maybe you're listening to us, you're driving the car and you're like, these bitches, like they're calling me straight out. I want to give you some actionable tips that you can take and you can use. So yeah, basic marketing also works for MLMs. And I want to reiterate that with y'all so when you even like every new month you it's almost like mlms are in a constant launch strategy because they want to keep the excitement for their products all of the time because they always have new ideal clients that they can hit they're always meeting new people that's why it's called network marketing like you're networking all the time you're meeting new people you're bringing new faces into your community so you're in a constant launch strategy which can be very depleting so how can we show up to sell every single day? How can we show people that the opportunity is right for them? How can we showcase some social proof that will share with them like the reviews and the the transformations that your products create? Like transformations don't have to be deep-seated like Beachbody ones that I've seen where coaches have lost like 200 pounds. Like, yes, that is a transformation, but also the transformation of the length of your eyelashes before and after the mascara can also be called a transformation. So it's just showcasing that your stuff does what it says it does in real time. And you're going to have to show up and sell multiple times during the week make it fun, make it inviting and, and make sure that it's you wildly you, if you will. There's a child on my driveway. Um, sorry. Is it yours? No. Anyways, that was my little tangent. (laughs) So ideas. So like, Even with your MLM, you should always be following up with your clients after they buy from you. How is it going? Do you have questions on the product? I know when I sold makeup, like we had a lot of issues with the under eye um, area with certain foundations. So that problem was because there was a lack of moisture. So I had the opportunity to educate my clients and also collect market research for, for, for future like social media posts so that people knew that they needed to be doing like their little under eye moisturizer before they put on their foundation or whatever. So, following up with people, doing those types of things, and knowing that you don't have to friend five people on Facebook every day, like, you don't have to do that. Um, I used to do that because I thought that was the end all be all and that was going to like change my business. But what really changed my business when I was in MLM, I showed up every freaking day on live video you don't have to do that either, but that's what I did. And people thought it was hysterical because I didn't give a flying F bomb. What people thought of me y'all, I got on one day and I drew shark mouths on my eyelids. People thought that was hysterical. And I, I sold so many things from that live video because they were like, this girl is so much fun. Like I want to be in her circle. So how can you get out there? You don't have to make a fool of yourself like I did in that one, but how can you get out there and allow your community to know that they can count on you for entertainment, education, for reliability to know that you won't drop into their DMs and like make them feel bad (laughs) or guilt
1: you into a purchase? That's a great question. I have so many thoughts. Uh, One is just a consistent strategy, like what you said. Um, your consistent strategy doesn't need to be friend five people every day. I know a lot of people will say it's a numbers game. And yeah, to some extent, that's true. But it's a numbers game if if you're selling. Like if you're dropping into people's DMs like a 100 times a day, like, yeah, you're probably going to get some sales. But also if you have a consistent sales strategy and you have content that converts and you are naturally showing up whether it be two three times a week maybe sprinkling in some stories um, and sharing things that people value for me like you we're talking about the shark eyelids I love to cook and for me like the reason why I I feel like was successful with weight loss was because I love to cook. And so I wouldn't ever eat like a boring, you you'll never catch me eating like a, like a broiled chicken and broccoli, like ever in my life. My husband would eat
0: that for every meal, every day for the rest of his life. It's just not me.
1: (laughs) It's just not me. I'll I'll eat the same thing every day, but it's going to be exciting. It's going to be covered in (laughs) cheese. And, or probably like something that involved soy sauce, but, Mm. um, for me, that's, that's when I started showing up, um, I would create new recipes and post them and people like loved those. Um, but that was me showing up, but they weren't recipes that were like beach body recipes. They were like, Hey, I made this. and like, I loved it. And I want to share it with you.
0: Um, yeah.
1: So, oh. So, um, I think the biggest thing is the, <laughs> I want us, I'm laughing. Cause I say, cons, as I say, consistency, please stop posting on Facebook five times a day. <gasps> oh my gosh. Just right? like go out, like be consistent, but like be chill. Like Kyle. Oh my God. My boyfriend keeps laughing at me because I'm back in school and every time I get like a 100 on a paper, or even every time I turn an assignment in, I will walk around the house beaming, being like, turned in a paper today. And he'll just look at me and be like, compose yourself. That's how I feel about people that post five times a day on Facebook or four times a day on Instagram, like, compose yourself. That's just a lot of content. Like that makes me
0: cry. That's just too much.
1: Well, and what does that tell you? Quality. Yeah.
0: Quality over quantity, my friends. Yeah. That sounds like a
1: full-time job
0: just to post on one platform five times a day.
1: Yeah. And that's when your quality of your content goes down. It's a blurry mirror selfie with like a a quote for a caption. It's a dark photo of like half of your food that you've already eaten because you forgot to take a photo, but you're like, oh my God, I have to post. You share something that's not really authentic to who you are and then people are like, why is she sharing this? Like, it's confusing. It confuses your audience. Yep. So consistency across the board, like showing up, what you're posting. Being you. Wildly you, yeah. wildly you. Yeah.
0: I wore my. I think cheetah. That's a really. You did. You did wear your cheetah. I have a cheetah scrunchie in my mm-hmm. hair. Cute. Also, I'm a. Little- <laughs> <laughs> i am think that was a perfect place to end it on that mic drop.
1: Yeah.
0: So t- tell us, Mallory, since we've talked so much about how MLMs can be successful, a little birdie told me that you've been working on something.
1: Well. What is it? This is true. I am building <laughs> I am building an online course specifically for people in network marketing and MLMs and it is how to build your own brand and to shine selling your products online. Um, It's called Your Social Media Upline. It's a self-paced online course.
0: So y'all heard all of the excitement that she had for this topic during the entire episode. And I've put her on the spot to talk about this offer. So this is her first official pitch of it too. So take it away, Mallory. What's in it? Why should they sign up for it? So we've established that it's for MLM boss babes who want to break free of the mold of their company that they basically franchise for, if you will.
1: Take it away. So in this course, I'm gonna teach you how to build your own brand apart from your MLM, So we're going to define your why, talk about who you are as a person and create your own brand and all of your branding, like your branding suite, like your own logo and your colors and fonts and like the fun stuff. And then how to use all that stuff to optimize your social media platforms to prep your audience for sales. Um, Also, I have some modules about creating that content that social media strategy and the content that will convert your audience into paying customers without having to spam them for hours at a time and i'll teach you how to plan
0: specifically called out by those hey girl messages that we mentioned during the episode you'll definitely want to to sign up for the waitlist i'm going to put a link in the the description uh, but keep going with the the rest (laughs)
1: um Yeah, so just the other couple of things is like, it's um, specifically for MLMs, but it's really how to learn how to engage with your audience and to curate meaningful relationships, which is something that we talk about outside of the network marketing and MLM forum, with any audience, so but this will teach you how to really grow your own community and gain traction in your business apart from your MLM. And I'm gonna teach you how to create your own lead magnets, position yourself as the expert in your industry, crush your self-doubt, and just be confident AF in your own brand so you can shine on social media like your wild, badass self. Sounds like something I needed years ago. I feel like I would have been so much more successful if I would have had that. (laughs) That's why I created it. Because like I said, the things that worked for my coach didn't work for me, but I didn't know any other way. Yeah.
0: That's such an important thing. So I'm so glad that you've created it. I'm super, super pumped for our listeners today that felt either called out or inspired to go check out the waitlist in the description. I'll also link it in the show notes because I now have someone helping me type out the show notes too. So they'll be on SydneyDelucci.com, um, go and search the website for Mondays with Mallory and gonna be so much fun if you guys listen to the whole thing and you're here right now screenshot this episode tag us in your instagram stories at mallory k social and at wildly U pod we would love to see that you listened and any reviews that you have leave them on itunes because that helps rank our podcast and it lets us know that you like what you're hearing So that one, we can read your reviews and see what your Apple username is because Mal12345Redskins is still my favorite. I'm looking for a new favorite. Um, So I want to see what those are. (laughs) But yeah, without further ado, we're going to let you go for the day. Have a fabulous rest of your day. And we will see you on Wednesday for our regularly scheduled Wild Wednesdays this week it is with Haley Edwards. We are talking everything engagement strategy for Instagram, and you're going to want to take notes. So we will see you guys soon.
1: Bye.